New York once, and I was uh, uh, auditioning, showcasing to become a regular at the uh, comic strip, uh, and my ex-husband again was there, and it was Fleet Week, and so a bunch of Navy guys were in there, and it got really crazy, and this one guy heckled me, but it was, you know, like when you're a woman and a guy heckles you, and it feels violent. Right, You right, know, yeah. like, heckle me all you want. I don't give a shit. If you're drunk, enjoy the show. I'll play with you. Right. But when it feels like if no one else was here, your shit would go violent. Right, right, right. I lost my mind, and I literally did 30 minutes like, you're fucking rapist. <laughs> like, right, and I'm showcasing, and I see my ex-husband walking out, and you know what? I got made a regular that oh, night. Oh, nice. That's, <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. That's how that works. You handle the adversity. As long as you commit, I yeah. swear. Yeah. Because we have to deal with adversity so much, and I don't think people understand. Like, I was talking to some male comedians, and they were talking about the road and how hard the road is on them. And they were like, you know, you know how it is. I said, yeah, I know I had to worry about that and getting raped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. They put me in a red roof and yeah. next to a bus stop. Yeah, you know right. I mean? yeah. Like it's, it, and they're like, I never thought with about With questionable that. locks. The doors are always, like, questionable. Oh, yeah. God. It's the worst. Yeah. Well, That's I wrote hard. this thing because uh, Bill Burr, I guess, was a guest on. They did some show with women, funny, fe- some kind of show recently. Oh, on Oxygen. On Oxygen. And I guess he said, what is it so hard to, to be a woman comic? Like, you know, uh talking smack but it's like so what he's allowed to do that so I, I wrote a thing on Facebook like yeah why is he saying it because it's really hard to be a comic and then a bunch of women comics uh, tagged you know like you don't have to worry about the owner coming to your room after the show you know what I mean right, it, right. Uh, for me I got paid once when a guy said this is the most money I ever paid a woman without sex like all these oh things God. that happened like 50 women comics and then there was this one stupid comic from the middle of the road well you women you know you get to use it to your advantage because then there's some women that aren't funny that because they're a woman they have to get booked on the show because women need to be in, like this whole thing and then finally it's like look you have an Emmy award winning writer you have like you know an, an award winning comedian you have uh, you know all these uh, a person that's had 20 development shows all these women are saying these are our experiences right. and you're not listening yeah, yeah. you problem. refuse to believe it you know yep. I, I mean and you know it's funny uh, I I'm pretty tough, you know. I'm not scared of a lot of people, yeah. but I still have to be realistic. I had a promoter show up in my hotel room at three o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! And was like banging on my door, and I was asleep, and it scared me. And he was like, um, you know, I, like he came to collect, and you know, I had a baseball player when I was doing Jeff Garcia's room in Corpus Christi to knock my door down. And I was like, what is he? The girl downstairs at the front desk got scared and told him what room I was in. Oh, my God. Because there was a flyer with my picture on there, and he was banging on the door, and he was drunk. And I had a panic attack. I had to call the police. Like, I, I don't know many guys that have to go through that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no yeah. guys. No, it's they crazy. would die. They would be, they would love to go through that. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about oh, you, Jake? Funny. Anybody tried to rape you on the road? Well, it's been a while, but... Um, <laughs> You know, not since I was an adult. Uh oh. <laughs> wow. but, here, but here's the thing: it's not just the sexual aspect of it. Is uh, since we feel more vulnerable to men, especially yeah. in the comedy community, shit gets taken up on us that yeah. isn't taken up with other men. Like I, when I first started out, there was a guy, uh, and it used to be there used to be this terrible little room. This is years ago, out in the valley, called the Deli Smoker. 
and I used to have this is really when I first started out and I did this joke about going bald you know like lame joke and after the show this guy comes up to me in front of all the comics and confronts me you know in front of everybody right. else and is like I wrote that joke 10 years ago in Chicago and you know you're a comic right and you're in front of the other com- I'm not going to lose face you're right, the one right. that's going to lose face <laughs> and I'm like hey if you wrote that joke 10 years ago in Chicago and you're doing Seth at the Deli Smoker you need to get the fuck out of the business <laughs> and he physically came after me oh my God. and they all jumped him and beat the shit out of him because oh it, because you know if the, he wouldn't have said that to another guy no 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 you way. know what I mean he wanted to exert his authority as a man over anyone that's crazy as a showcase to the other guys look what I'm doing I'm in control or and, and those are the stories that we dare to tell there are so many that we just keep to ourselves because we don't want to look like we're complaining and bitching all the time right exactly. but I have a scroll of ex- <laughs> it, it, I mean now that I headline I get disrespected by so many people so because so, so many men don't want to open for a woman they don't they feel disrespected especially if they've been doing stand-up longer than me they're like you know what the fuck am i doing opening for this old puerto rican bitch like who is she any you know that i right i can get it i feel it all the time and i just have to be gracious and i have to i have to look past it because it will affect my show right that's right that's right that's crazy you know people doing aerobics on stage before me trying to kill you know she ain't gonna be able to follow me and i'm like you're gonna have a heart attack (laughs) with those tacky ass jokes yeah yeah. i'm still gonna go on stage with my cool laid back self because i don't do all of that and you can go ahead and do that this is still my right show right i had had to defriend someone on uh, Facebook because they, it was a guy comic like, oh, I middle for so-and-so and she couldn't follow me. And I wrote on his thing, everyone kills in the middle spot, right. asshole. That's right. right. You're right. done. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 20 minutes spot. of glory. Yeah. 20 minutes of nothing. We're going to take a break. Um, if you want to chime in, call us 855-878-4652. You can tweet us. Use hashtag Truth Serum Ada, A-I-D-A. We look forward to hearing what you have to say. And if you talk shit, we got you. We're going to talk shit back. <laughs> we'll be right back. We've been urban down before. When our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? And we hate Popo. Hey, my fellow thoughters out there. I'm Charles Shaughnessy. Check out my new show, Here's a Thought, with Charles Shaughnessy, August the 7th, 3 p.m. PST, right here on T Radio V. Now, you know I have a lot to say. But I want to hear what you have to say. So tune in, grab your phones, call me, tweet me, email me in the studio, and let's get this conversation going. Here's a thought starting August the 7th, 3 p.m. PST, right here on T Radio V. That's radio in TV. It's politically naughty with Mary Kay on TRadioB.com. I don't feel like it would be as big of a deal these days if I, you oh, know. Don't be surprised. The most powerful weapon in the world is. This is a no holds barred conversation. So, so anyway, everybody started drinking my bath water. I loved it. <laughs> that is amazing. Kitten, you need a movie about your life. If Maybe. Mary Carey was governor, <laughs> we wouldn't be having these problems in America. Exactly, exactly. Saying. I know. Get politically naughty with Mary Carey. Mondays at 4 p.m. on T Radio V. Andy D on T Radio V. Bing bang bing boom right. Yeah. Andy D 
Auntie Radio V's Bobbity Bibbity Bobbity Boo Andy D Auntie Radio V The Andy Dick Show Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. on T Radio V and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. We're pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy, tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record. Uh. So we're back, Thug Life. Um, and we're going to be, we're talking about um, a couple of things that are in the headlines. You know, we like to talk about what's trending. And um, there were a few things that uh, caught my attention. But because we're talking about women's stuff, I wanted to talk about Amber Rose first because she had her slut shame walk. Slut walk. Slut walk. Slut walk. No slut shaming. And um, uh, quite a few women showed up. And she had a meltdown on stage and she started crying because she started recalling the moments when Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, when um, Wiz Khalifa and Kanye both slut shamed her publicly. And um, she she seemed okay when she talked about Kanye, but when she talked about Wiz, she really broke down. You could tell she still is in love with him. Yeah, it was really, really Well, I don't think, it's isn't it more about that's the father of your child? Yeah. Right, why, right. Why disrespect your child yeah, like yeah. that? You should love your child's other parent or not talk shit about your child's yeah, other so parent. Yeah, so publicly, let alone in a song. Yeah. Well, he, he said I married a stripper, right? He did a song, and, and he just dissed her in the uh, song. I remember when it, it dropped, she was pissed. But, I, you know, it's funny. I registered to, to go to the slut walk because I was like, I'm down for this. And then I just stayed home and got high instead. <laughs> a I'm lazy a terrible, slut. I'm a terrible <laughs> slut. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, I, um, I'm all for, I mean, I'm a feminist. but And I'm a feminist by definition because I, I think feminism has gotten a little... The whole thing about what feminism is has gotten a little crazy. Now there's black feminism and white feminism. There's no brown feminism because we don't have rights. We don't have rights. Um, but that's been a problem since the beginning, the, yeah. the white feminism and the black feminism. But Yeah, it has. But now it's more prevalent because of social media. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the battle is yeah. more apparent. Yep. And, um, you know, I think that it's important to support all sides of, of, of things. And I think being objective coming from a background of speech and debate I always look at the other side and I think that I don't I don't agree with slut shaming my daughter asks me all the time what do you think is a hoe and I said you determine your hoe yeah when the minute you start letting other people determine your hoe you lose right so whatever you can take and if you're one of those girls that you know you're a free spirit and you can go do it and get it in then you do it and if you if you don't feel you're built for that then you you do it your way but you determine your hoe that's right but I don't think there's a support for the young women who are virtuous. I think there's a lot of virtue uh, shaming. And I think that, that that's not okay either. Like, I think that young women that don't want, that want to be virgins till they get married. And if so, what if you don't agree with their religious beliefs? Some young women do believe that. And I right. think that we should support all young women in their decisions, not just glorify, you know. Because I think a lot, of the, a lot of stuff has gotten crossed in this whole thing about what being powerful, owning yourself, and being promiscuous is because you choose to be then and then there's this thing about being like everybody else right and right. trying to keep up with the 
Kardashian. <laughs> right. Well, it's just ex- uh, people need to accept that everybody experiences sh- sexuality different. Some people uh, don't have physical sexuality, uh, sexual needs like other people, right. and it's just how you're built. It's like chicks that cry a lot. I don't. I don't say that person is emotionally screwed up. I think to myself, maybe she has thirty two more nerves maybe it's just a physical <laughs> thing yeah. that she's just physically different than me and things work different for her body and where she's at and I feel that way about sex mm-hmm. I had an experience when I didn't do comedy I did a lot of photography and I got to be a photographer assistant assistant at the uh, VMAs uh, in Las Vegas uh, I think it's not the VMAs I'm sorry the uh, porn awards but they have a- different oh, avian. avians and my job was to go and all the actresses to come in to get their portraits taken and there are some women that you would pull from the crowd and everything going down and you would take them in there and and they would be carrying cups and you could smell the whiskey in the cups and and you're like you might be a porn star but this is not what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and then there are other women who that this is what they should be doing like it's it's (laughs) I don't feel sad for them in fact I admire it you know what I mean but but I think we just need to accept that everyone is different and it's exactly right in what you're saying. Like people who are going against their grain in a, in a, you know what I mean, selling themselves out in that sexual way where it's not working for them, we should be concerned about that. But Absolutely. everyone's different. Yeah. Right. The, the problem with the slut walk, though, is that, um, and this conversation is proof, is that she was attempting, quote unquote, to bring awareness to victim blaming with rape victims and just ba- basically any any woman who's been assaulted on right. any level and uh unfortunately the sh- it especially because the title of the of the walk it kind of shifted the conversation and so it's kind of sad that she didn't she didn't deliver in terms of what she had attempted to bring awareness to which mm-hmm. is victim blaming and because uh, she had also mentioned when she was 14 and they were playing seven minutes in heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was in the closet with this other 14 year old and um, he had her go on her knees and she didn't even know what that meant at the time. And then he like opened the door on and show, expo- show that he had his dick out and mm-hmm. she was on her knees. And then she got the next day she was just considered a slut. And I feel like she should have emphasized on that more yeah. because that's the problem for a lot of young women. Um, they they unfortunately get in these situations that it's like they have no control over and next thing you know they're considered a slut and that's unfortunate you know yeah and then some of them become overly promiscuous yeah. because they feel like they have, they have to. to yeah well that's it's already been accused of the crime I might as well do the crime yeah. right you know right. I always have questions like and I'm gonna shift it a little bit like Josh Duger the guy that you mm-hmm. know uh, handled his sisters and all that and my question is always this how did he learn how to do that? Right. Let's let's shift the conversation to what's going on to him or what right. has happened to him. And not and it's not a defense of him. It's just that people need to understand. Someone just doesn't wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, I'm going to rustle <laughs> yeah. my right, sister right. down yeah. but in yeah, the correct yeah. way. Absolutely. It doesn't happen like that. Something else is going on. Yeah, yeah that's I absolutely true. Uh, and well, to speak to uh, the victims, um, I did see an article where a young woman was raped by her sister's husband and she got arrested because the police officers did not believe that she was telling the truth. That's crazy. And then her sister got arrested. And this guy had not only just raped her, but he killed his ex-wife. Oh, my God. And so she 
the the woman went to jail. Her sister went to jail for assisting her. They said she was making it up, and her sister helped. He lost. She lost custody of her oh son to wow. the man, wow. and he ended up killing the little boy. <gasps> and um, now he's on trial for murder, and they finally let her go. But the the police officers uh, will not accept w- account accountability for this, and so she sends them a picture every year on her baby's birthday. And uh, she she said this last year she sent them the pictures in an envelope, and they scratched out the names and put sergeant because they have been promoted, uh-huh. like correcting her and sent it back to her, wow. like so that she knows. But they were both arrested for um, for being rape. She was arrested for being a rape victim, and she lost her job. You know, they they ruined she her reputation. She lost everything. Yeah, she lost right. everything. And her nephew. Her her nephew was murdered by this well, guy. Well, in India, did you read that where uh, uh, a brother dared to marry outside his caste system, and now the village elders oh, yeah. have deemed that his that. two sisters should be raped because of it. Oh wow, that yeah. is just crazy. I don't know. It's I don't know the logic on that one. Yeah, but it's yeah. crazy. But it's yeah. just it's just that women don't have value. That's yeah. that's the common theme Talking all across about the world. Women who don't have value. I uh, read today that as the Republicans were in Congress uh, lobbying to defund Planned Parenthood, there was also a bill up on deck. Uh, to provide contraceptives to wild horses at the same time. Isn't that insane? Brood mares have more, literal brood mares in this country have more access to contraceptives are going to than the than women in this country you know or value you know that's insane i enjoy being a girl (laughs) do i I don't know man it's kind of tough it's fucked up and that's the fight that i have with a lot of people when i say i'm sorry they're my friend but the most oppressed group on the planet is a woman we get aborted in india and china like we get raped we get castrated like we don't have rights in many places in korea they have to we have to walk behind men right like it's not it's really really sad as much as we've moved forward we still have a long way to go yeah Yeah. and that's 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 what's sad about like going back to the amber rose slut walk i wish the conversation could have gone in this direction yeah as opposed to just talking about you know women choosing to be promiscuous if they want um because it's like man especially in this country we i mean we do get to be as promiscuous as we want for the most part and it's like you feel like you're getting shamed you could literally move to one of the coasts yeah and be like right. oh it's all good now <laughs> this is fine yeah. this is normal yeah. here my people yeah. <laughs> that funny. is true and i think that um you know and, and amber rose did this video with funny or die did you watch yeah, it? I, I saw mm-hmm. the video when she was talking about the night after and um and i thought that you know it was really really interesting because i think that there is such a a void of education that comes with information for young women when yeah. it comes to sexual stuff that we want us, we, we keep trying to send these messages, but we have to give them information. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's where the power is. Right. Yeah. Know? And knowing things about your body and knowing things about sex and understanding sexuality and just being able to really be rooted in information, then nobody can take that away from right. you. Right. That's why the, the, the funding of Planned Parenthood is so, I mean, that's going to be messed up because so many women learn so much yeah. by going to Planned Parenthood. Sometimes that's the first. I mean, bit I, of knowledge that they receive. I learned that I had a, uh, a you know, I had a tumor at, at Planned Parenthood. Oh, really? I was, yeah, I was homeless and I was broke. And I went to Planned Parenthood 
and a routine examination and they found a tumor that was benign but nonetheless they found it right right and then i was able to get it biopsied and you know to find out that it wasn't malignant but but it was because i was at planned parenthood right. i didn't have access to, amazing you know, yeah wasn't i wasn't there for an abortion right, i wasn't right. there for a condom or a pill i was there for my health and guess what there were a bunch you know many male comics go to planned parenthood oh yeah Ooh, oh girl. all of them, STDs <laughs> all of them. <laughs> That's where they After pick being them up. on the road, that's where they <laughs> hang out. Well, what do you have to say about it? You call us at 855-878-4652. You can tweet us and use the hashtag Truth Serum Ada. We want to hear from you. you you're going to tweet me later, and it's not going to count later. So do it now. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back. Marcella and Felicia in the house. Yo, what's up, what's up? This is Too Short, and you're watching T-Radio V. Hey, I'm Dean Kane, and you are watching T-Radio V. I'm watching it, too. Right now. Seriously. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about me and my niggas, the outlaw worldwide my figures. From triumph to tragedy, to right back on top, and niggas still mad at me for pushing that big truck from 24. Square feet and ATL game locked, yo. Now that's what my nigga got shot for, being too motherfucking wrong for this fuckboy. See the darkness, see the light, he wanna kill it. Misery loves company, and that's the real shit. But in 2004. Hey, hello, hello, this is David Faustino, and you are watching T-Radio V. Do you see what I'm saying? It's television crossed with radio. It's all together. It's weird. Radio's in the middle of it. It's amazing. You're watching it. Go. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Hey, what's up? It's Tone Loke in the house, and you're tuned into T-Radio V. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the bass down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. We're pretty Benjamin is the highlight. All the acronym, acronyms, I mess them all up. I think I'm, a, I'm becoming dyslexic. Shout out Joe Fox watching right now. Yeah. What's up, Joe? <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for watching. He said that that's, it sounds more like an episode of SVU. Um, I, I just keep. I'm not looking at myself. I'm looking at Michael. It looks Jackson. like you're looking at yourself. No, I didn't. Because Michael Ow, Jackson wasn't he just there. Up. Yeah. It's like he wants to tell you a secret. I used to have that in my room. When Did I was you? Oh, really? Yeah, and the one with the yellow sweater. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, 
we're both born on August 29th. Wow. I love, I love Michael Jackson. Yeah, I love Michael too. I'm a little older than you ladies, and I used to have a poster of Andy Gibb, and I used to Who's kiss. Who's that? No, just kidding. No, I used to kiss where his penis was so much oh that it God. wore out the paper on my poster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Every night yes. before bed. <laughs> my uncle used to love, um, he was a DJ, and uh-huh. so that's how I know, that's how, I, that's how I know about Richard Pryor. I was like five years old listening to Richard Pryor when I wasn't supposed to, but he used to always play like music and he used to love the Bee Gees and the Gibbs, oh, right? Yeah. And the only song I can remember, I can't ever get this out of my head. And we got nothing to be guilty of. I'm like, why does that song? Because he played it so much. Right. But that was Andy Gibb and Barbara Streisand, right? I don't know. Is don't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bips, yeah, probably. It was Barbara that Streisand. Was, that was after I stopped kissing. The, the crotch. <laughs> the paper He crotches. died, right? He died. Yeah, he died young. I knew everything about him because of my uncle because he was with the lady from Dallas. That That's was right. You obsessed. really did. That was his. Yeah, my uncle was obsessed with the Bee Puerto Ricans love the Bee Gees. Oh, uh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> yes. They love disco. They used to do the whole. Oh, yeah. That's that of, makes a sense. movie. <laughs> Cause it was and it was in New York and all the Puerto Ricans are in New York. That makes yeah. sense. Y'all got yeah. that white suit action going. Like that makes sense. I see it with a with a Puerto the Rican flag pocket square. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we carry Puerto Rican flags. Oh, that's funny. Everywhere we go. That's hilarious. So the other thing I wanted, uh, uh, the other thing we had on the list to talk about was the Kardashians covered Cosmopolitan and they named they called them not named them but called them the fir- America's, America's first family. First family. And and they tried to say Black Twitter went in on them, but I would have to say all everybody of yeah. went on, in on them. They actually brought us together because even James Wood, who James Woods, who is a Republican, Republican uh-huh. strike right wing, was upset about that cover and said that he felt it was disrespectful to the Obamas. It is disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Lori Kilmartin, did you see her joke on Facebook? No, I she didn't. She goes, "America's first family, more like America's first family." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm against uh, slut shaming unless it's against the Kardashians. I know, no, I know. I'm just kidding. I know, <laughs> you know but what? that's it's kind of true though, right? Uh, well, because it's just like I mean, they build an empire on it, and it's I can't believe I still can't believe it's popular. Like I remember oh, when yeah. it first happened, I was like, oh, this is gonna last. Like when I remember when I saw Rihanna, I was like, oh, this isn't gonna last. Yeah, yeah. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's it's so shocking. You don't know what's gonna explode. <laughs> you know, the fu- the thing about the Kardashians, I don't think we slut shame them. I think. We Chris shame them because their mom oh, is oh, mother. Yeah. She's a yeah. pimp. She's, She's a nightmare. And I think about people, people will tell me, hey, be careful. Don't go around talking about that woman in public. I'm like, fuck that. Somebody has to. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is the epitome of, you know, when I watch Kylie Jenner, I will never. It makes me angry. It's a yeah. baby girl. That's a baby girl uh-huh. without direction and leadership. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember a long time ago watching Chris Jenner on The View and they asked her about the you know Kim's sex tape and they're like how did you feel as a mother? When that happened, she was like, you know, it was really disappointing. Which I was like, oh, she's a human being. And then she goes, but as her manager, I said, how can we turn this around? And I was like, I hope my mother would never say that. My mother would be like, you need to hide your face because yeah. that's not what you need to be showing people about yourself. Yeah. So it's, that's what's abs- so crazy to me to watch her just flip it. Like they were like, they genuinely wanted well, to know how she felt as a mother. And she, she could barely finish the sentence before she talked about money. Well, I can totally understand where you're coming uh, uh, from with that. But I have to say, sure, I don't have a problem with her saying as her manager, let's turn it around. 
But then say to your kid, if you ever do that again, I'll kill you. <laughs> right, right, mean? Like, right. That's the part where th- that's never discussed. Yeah. And I feel bad for Kylie Jenner. Me I ha- too. I have this friend who's a B movie actress, and uh, she was. I've known her since I'm 18 years old, and always a sexy girl from the get-go. Had a lot of drama in her life, sexy, sexy, sexy. And her filter through how she saw the whole world was all about people want me because I'm sexy. And she, like, for me, when I was 29, I posed in Playboy magazine. And the reason I chose to do that was get it while it's at its peak and then I can leave it alone. I can just walk away and try to work on the inside of my skin bag instead of the outside right, of my skin bag. Right, but that's also a decision bag. you made yourself. That's a decision I made myself. Yeah. But then my uh, friend that I knew never had that moment and she did like a lot of B-movies, a lot of this and she had a successful career, very smart girl, wrote books, this whole thing. But she never got past the you know people see me through this sexual filter and then she got to the age where people didn't want to see her through that sexual filter and she couldn't deal and it was an emotionally charged problem for her yeah like she went kind of crazy because she couldn't deal and when i see kylie jenner that's what i think about since she's a little girl she just saw how the selling the sexuality of her sisters is is that's what you have to do and her only reality is that yeah and it makes me sad when i see her she doesn't even look like herself right and it makes me incredibly sad that her parents didn't put a stop to it in any kind of sense well they they've encouraged it yeah they encouraged it. and i think that i think about kim kardashian when i think about what you're saying because I, I have uh, a policy in my household, and, and I've always had it with my children, specifically because they're children of color, but with my daughters to always tell them that they're highly intelligent. And, and, and overly, I mean, over and over and over again, more than telling my daughter, I think you're beautiful, so that she could build her self-esteem from, her, from something that has substance. Because when, what if you have a car accident and your face is like mangled yep. and then, or something happens and you're not, you know, you're not, if your confidence com- comes from what's real, you can, you can, you will always operate from right. that. Nobody right. can take away what you have yeah. up here. Right, right. But I think about Kim and I say, her, when she's, they said she was going to do a book, I was like, oh snap, here we go. It was a book of selfies. And then right. I was like, that girl is going to have an, a nervous breakdown when she starts to crack because she's going to crack. There's right, right, no right. avoiding cracking. You right, know? right, right. But then my question is, having gone through the experience where you were betrayed and your sex tape gets out, however that happened, I don't know the details, But and you have these little sisters, the fact that you don't put something in place, I mean, legally you can't do anything, but that why, why isn't she helping make kylie understand maybe she is well because they, they operate through their mother the mother the, is the, the mother is the yeah. nucleus of that family that they turn yeah. to her for advice and she really acts as mother knows best but mother doesn't know best no. mother's a pimp she just wants to make money i mean that's yeah. all she did that's why she married who she married in the past because she just wanted money that's and all she cared about yeah and she suffers from that syndrome herself oh, absolutely she does like all the stuff that she's doing to you know like don't we look alike you don't kim and i look alike yeah right. yeah she's obsessed right. with that like you're her mom yeah, like, yeah. Can be. 
And you know, as a mom, you know, and I was a young a, a young mom, and I was relatively twisted because I wasn't ready to be a mom when I became a mom. But I had to step up to the plate. I had to, you know, pick myself up and say, you're not going to be a stereotype, and you're not going to ruin these kids because this is they didn't choose to come here but I look at my daughter now and she blossoms and uh, you know and I I gave up a lot of my youth to be a mom so I never got a chance to really enjoy a lot of things that a lot of my friends did because Mm -hmm. they didn't have kids and now that um, they're older you know I still don't feel like it's time for me to go back and relive those years because my daughter's busy living them and I don't I feel like an intruder trying to just you know, slide down in my socks and say, hey, let's do this. Like, I have to be her mom. But I mean, you're also very lucky because you are, are pursuing your passion yeah. because some women aren't as fortunate as you are to get to a certain age and then they, they are doing what they want to be doing after mm-hmm. the bullshit that they had to deal with as a young woman. Yeah. I mean, th- that's that's where that comes from. When women don't aren't fulfilled on some mental level, Right, they're going to seek some kind of attention on validation some level. Some validation some way, yeah, absolutely yeah. and that's usually the way it goes so that's why your story is a little bit different i would assume yeah but that's why you're so lucky too and girl you're beautiful so who gives a shit right oh, thank i you. mean <laughs> you didn't kind of true <laughs> no you know what i mean take it take but it i look you at are. those girls and i and i feel sorry i mean i see them when they sit on the thing like when they, you see them sitting and the mom is there yeah and they're they're all like petting her you know yeah. what i mean and they're like oh please it's love so, me yeah please love me and she's publicly said that Kim is her favorite. Like, that is so messed up. Wow. It's like print, the Prince of Tides. Nick Nolte's mom, yeah. the abuser, used to do that to all of her children. Like, that's a, a form of abuse. Yeah. Of mental abuse. Oh, yeah. And emotional absolutely. abuse. And I just think it's disgusting. But the point is that Michelle and Barack worked really hard to earn that White House. Yeah. And I think uh, Cosmopolitan Magazine is the epitome of, you know, white girl privilege. Right. Yes. And that's what the magazine yeah. is about. And and when I say that, you know, people think that I'm just talking about white women, but I'm talking about a specific yeah, young, type of white young. women. Because they also <laughs> make, you know, white women that are heavier, that are not, you know, supermodel looking. Every girl that doesn't fit this stick mold of what Cosmo says is beautiful. And that's mm-hmm. why they, you know, who you watch these. I mean, I come from the modeling industry and I had to quit because I was like, I am never going to be that skinny. I'm never going to, my hips are never going to go anywhere. And I'm going to live on a diet and I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. And I'm going to always be sick. And I had to, you know, and I was sick. And I had to say, I, I'm going to kill myself doing this. And I'm never, ever, ever going to be that skinny. Because it, it's, it's, so that magazine to me is just, you know, it's just the upholding the bullshit that. Yeah, it totally and is. And it seemed like a desperate cry, too. They got yeah. the Kardashians. I bet you Chris probably got them to say, well, we'll do it if she did. you have to say this about yep. us. Right, right. She absolutely did. Well, that was probably her dream since being a little girl. Oh, I'm going to get on Cosmo no matter what. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, I mean and, and, and especially after the divorce, you know, you know, she's like trying to flaunt their femininity in, yeah. in Caitlyn's face, too. Because that's the other thing we didn't even touch on is that Caitlyn has an obsession with that, like, feminine beauty ideals. Yeah. She's consume with it but that's because she she was surrounded with it too yeah i think it's an it's a disease it's a, yeah yeah she's infected for sure yeah she's a pimp yo like the pimp of of all pimps. yeah the pimp of all pimps <laughs> i've heard you all day all right hey so one thing about this it hasn't gotten out there much yet 
But apparently, and this is like a rumor going around on around right now, is that um, Caitlyn no longer wants to be a woman and that she is missing her man side of life and wants to go back to being Bruce. I knew it. You know what that has to do with? That Mental insanity. No. Oh, yes, it is. That so. murder, that case. I. You know what? Let me tell you something. I said it when... When, when uh, Bruce transitioned the first time, said Bruce doesn't want to go to man jail because Bruce transitioned right before Bruce was supposed to go to court for uh, killing that woman. And then, um, then tried to file a motion before court saying that Bruce, that Caitlin should go to woman jail because Caitlin had declared that Caitlin was a woman. Now, Bruce just got off on all charges and now they're not going to pursue it is and that true you got off on all charges yeah what yes yeah they decided not to prosecute they did not they decided not that's to prosecute. money and now that's money wants to go back to being a man okay well that, that but that's a rumor that's yeah a rumor. yeah i don't want to speak not, on it just yeah. because i don't yeah I mean. okay i mean that could be it like um i'll say that like a, as a a child of a a transsexual person. I will say that when my dad had his process go through, it didn't make him happy like he thought it was going to. It actually is about 90% of people who go through and have like the uh, the gender reassignment surgery mm-hmm. end up finding out that it didn't do anything for them and it doesn't put them mentally where they thought it was going to. So I think it has more to do with that where he thought that he was going to have a happier life right. and now he he's finding out. Yeah, now he's finding yeah. out that he just doesn't have it. I, you know what? Fuck all that. I think Bruce was <laughs> in that house with Chris and got pimped out and said, these bitches are getting money, and I want to get money, too. I'm going to get some eyelashes well, and some titties. I have to tell you, I went with my ex-husband to a party, and it was before the ca- whole Kardashian thing happened, but it, they used to live, I think, in Tarzana or Encino or something. We went to a party. It was like a charitable party. And I was w- in a car with a bunch of business people, and people were saying, you know, the rumor is he's a cross-dresser. Oh, yeah. And and so that was a rumor that went around forever, yeah. you know what I mean? So I, I don't doubt. I wish him happiness or mm-hmm. a Caitlyn happiness, however that works out. But then I saw a picture of him after the whole uh, well, articles that came out and everything, and he was she was playing golf but she was like in guys clothes playing golf and i was all like see that's that's why it doesn't make you happy because it sucks to do your hair all the time uh-huh. <laughs> it sucks to put that spanks on also that she, mini she's and a shave very, your legs she's a very tall woman it's also very hard to shop as a tall woman <laughs> she wasn't yeah. anticipating jessica lance probably called and said bitch i'm taking i'm taking and i need you to stop trying to look like the roles that's funny i um larry goodwill i love you i love you thank you for listening um that's my boy on facebook the my truth teller like oh oh, really yeah him and this one right here i'm I'm always i always know wow they go in and that <laughs> it makes me feel like I have a community in comedy. All this shit I talk is that what you're trying to say? I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it actually. Oh, that's actually we were we're doing we're working on a documentary about Latinos and comedy and my co producer and I were talking, we were having a meeting and I was like, I, I kept thinking about girls. And then I was like, I'm having such a tough time with this. And then she was like, Marcella. And I was like, Marcella <laughs> <laughs> Yes Tucker. Truth teller, the shit talker. I call it the shit talker. Oh, it's the truth teller. A lot of motherfuckers don't like me. Five minutes total. 
Um, okay, so I uh, so I'll do my I'll say it for you, and then I, I want to talk to the girls. But I'm gonna do I'm gonna keep it brief, it, and I'll, I'm gonna address the the next and the last topic, which was about the little boy who uh, uh, the man at work posted a picture with him and this little black boy, mm. and his coworkers put all these negative comments and racist comments, and then they all ended up getting fired because those that post went viral, and now he is uh, protesting because he says he's been victimized. Uh, because of the comments that were made and that that doesn't make him a racist, even though he did say something that was a little bit racist. But um, I uh, my my I'll say it for you is I will challenge everybody to stand by their word. And when you go out into the world and say something that you are brave enough to stand by it when you say it, mm-hmm. that's what makes you somebody that I can respect, whether I like you or not. I'm not feeling Donald Trump, but I feel that I believe Donald Trump is telling his truth, and I appreciate that far more than I do these people that lie to me in my face and tell me, oh, I want you to be here, and deep down inside, they really hate me. So I, I, I challenge people who take it upon themselves to go on social media and post the most ridiculous things in the name of comedy or truth or whatever it is that you feel that is driving you to do this, and then you become a coward and take steps back when it doesn't go the way that you want to go or want it to go or when, so, when there are consequences. If you're going to say something, stand by your word, be a man, be a woman, and own that shit. And if you, if you are someone that doesn't like black people, more power to you. I respect you more than for you to go back and, and backpedal. Nicole Armour said all that stuff about fat people. She never apologized. I respect her. I don't like the bitch, but <laughs> I respect her because she stood her ground. So whenever you feel that you're having one of those moments where you want to be brave and cute, on social media, just know that black Twitter is watching. Yeah. <laughs> Ida Rodriguez, I said it for you. I'll say it for you. What do you have to say about this? That was a that was crazy. That's I remember I saw it when it when it first um, came out, and it was like, I mean, it's it's just shocking because he's a it's a little black kid. He's a little boy. He's a little yeah. boy. And he was so cute. Yeah, he was very yeah. cute. I don't see how anyone would if you put a picture of your child up on Facebook. And for anyone has no right other than to say a positive thing about someone under the age of 18. That's why it was always interesting with the Kylie Jenner thing. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to say a lot of stuff when she was 17. But now yeah. that she's 18, it's just <laughs> like, like fuck that girl, bitch. you got to fucking get your shit together because this is going to end in an ugly way. That's what makes me sad when I watch Kylie Jenner. But for other people to say horrific stuff uh, about someone that they work with their child but any child yeah. has a lot of pr- I, emotional problems yeah i think it was sad too because it was a it was a guy he took someone else's child and put a picture which i think is there should be a law against that oh, that was someone he took he a, took a picture of a co-worker's child oh i thought he the co-worker yeah did so it's that. not even oh. his kid which i i mean i tell my brothers and my sister not to tag me on pictures of their children because yeah. I'm like I love I love the kids I have eight nieces and nephews but I was like I don't know who I'm I don't know who my fans are I don't know who yeah. these friends on my Facebook are like they look at pictures with the kids in diapers like I don't want them having ideas yeah and it freaks me out but it, in the same respect when when somebody uh, somebody who does it's not even related to the child posts the picture there's got to be something that they yeah, can do about that. Yeah, you always have to ask. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, the, the way that these white folks went in on this, he's a child, he's a baby. They he's all got baby. fired. Good, they good. all got fired. And the guy was like, you know, now he's like doing the circuit. 
I've been targeted. I'm a victim. I'm not responsible for what. Well, why did you post that? And why didn't you me? take it down? Like, yeah. why don't like you stop the commenters? You know what I mean? Like, I shut people, people, people down. Off. When people, when I post something and some guy fan, because it's always the dumb guys, they want to say some nasty sexual shit on my pictures. I'm like, delete, and I will, bl- and I'll message them. I will block you if you yeah. ever say some shit like that on my page again. I'll tell them. I don't give a fuck. But that man, adult man, to allow those co-workers people he knows to say that horrible vile shit about a baby boy it's just it's a it's a reflection of who he is that's right and I makes agree atlanta thing. look really bad <laughs> uh, where are you next um i am at uh, doing the comedy nation show this saturday at the the, the little rose theater in noho with john fugel saying nice. i'm very excited about that and uh and i'm on uh here thursdays at seven o'clock here at t radio v uh, and the MILF code, so. I love it. Yeah. And you? MarcellaComedy.com. I have all my dates there. I'm in Seattle with Felipe and West Nyack with Felipe coming up and some other shit coming up. So just check me out. Dope. Jake, what about you? Yeah, well, yeah you'll be able to hear me here on... Um, at Grand Theft Audio. I'm actually have a show today at 6 o'clock. So come oh. back in like two hours and you can catch Grand Theft Audio. All right. Next weekend, uh, the 14th through the 18th, I'll be at the Comedy Zone. Oh, the 15th through the 17th in Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida, with two more disgruntled features and hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, male ego. On Halloween weekend, you'll catch me. I'll be headlining the American, the Atlanta Comedy Theater, which is a new club, and I'm excited about that. I'll be there Halloween weekend for eight shows. FunnyAIDA.com. All my social media is on there. Support women in comedy. They're funny. They're fearless. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> and um, I'll be back next week with Dondre Whitfield from Hollywood Husbands. Great Tell him bye, Jake. Bye, Jake. <laughs> You are watching T-Radio V, radio and TV.